1: Happy Friday. Two of the names that were on the intro are not here today. No shows. One of them are, and the other one is just some straggler coming in. Yes. Nick Sater, Bill Bush with you on a Friday. Hello, Bill. Great to be on with you. I, it's, it's a splendid day.
0: Lincoln Pius is represented <laughs> very well.
1: I'm not, I'm not sure if I would go that far. The Thunderbolts. There we go.
0: Yes, the Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts baseball.
1: Here Thunderbolt baseball Ready to go.
0: You're the catcher, right? I was. I can see it. Is did that you, why, did is you that try that... to avoid signs being stolen? Yeah. Is yeah. That... You had to
1: watch the first base coach.
0: You had to watch first base coach. Yeah. You'd be on the runner on second. Yep. I'm sure it was a concern oh, yeah. of yours. We switched to the body signs. Did you talk oh, into yeah. your glove? No. The, when you went out to talk to the pitchers, you put the glove uh, up Yes, I you, did. Yeah. That's just one of those one things of those. you have to do. You have to do. So you, you thought there might be some lip reading going on when you were out there? You never know. Yeah, okay, it's good to know.
1: And, and speaking of uh, high school sports, I told you about this yesterday when we were on the phone. Omaha Scut volleyball going yes. for their ninth straight state title down at Pinnacle Bank
0: Arena. When you this told week. me that number, I, I've never been so amazed. I, I really ninth straight, nine straight, and they were runner up in 2014. <laughs> so they've been they've been there since
1: 2014 every year. That's incredible. It's it's insane. Uh, it is a Friday. Yeah. Happy Friday. Appreciate you guys yeah. hanging out with us, Jake. Uh, made the trip out Made a trip Not the trip A trip out west To He's Fresno He's in Fresno He's vacationing yes.
0: Fresno today
1: He's excited Because he gets to hike Yosemite this morning Yeah uh, Sip is En route to East Lansing I would assume Yes At that, least at some point Here this morning
0: That was never cleared Through me no. That was okay. his travel was not clear I'm not anymore.
1: sure they ever view you as truly part no. of the show. No,
0: I've never. I am the I'm the third wheel. Yep. Yep. Yes. Yep. Three legged stool has a third wheel, is what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. That's exactly right. <laughs> Bella knows. Bella yep. knows what exactly. it's like. Exactly. We yes. have
1: Bella because Josh decided to dip out and go to East yes. Lansing
0: too. Everyone's there but us. It's an all
1: hands on deck yes. kind of
0: show this morning.
1: But it is time for a Friday morning roll call. 402 464 5685. The Honda of Lincoln Hotline and the Starter Heyman text line. Let us know a couple things. Where you're listening from who you are, and if you want to throw your age in there, great. I don't know. Should we make them
0: answer some general question? I think we should ask them whether, whether or not that they think that um, – um, no, I'm good with that. I'm good for a wrap. Okay, let's yep. just do that.
1: Who you are, where you're from, and uh, and if you want to throw your age in there, we'd, we'd appreciate that. Once again, that phone number, 402-464-5685. All right, so, Bill, before we get really deep into it, Thursday night football was last night, and I, I read this stat on the way in this morning. This comes from Adam Schefter. At five and three overall, the Steelers are the thirty-fourth team all time since nineteen thirty three when rushing and receiving stats were first track to be outgained in each of their first games the first eight games mm. of the season. They've been outgained mm. in yards all
0: eight games, and they have a five and three record. That's incredible. That, that, that also would fall into probably the, some of the same numbers we've talked about here that has been very discussed is the turnovers yeah. that Nebraska has and, and the record they have is also an amazing accomplishment.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. And, and you looked at the game last night a little bit. Like, Najee Harris isn't doing running back one type of things. Like, he scored a touchdown last night, but they're the Pittsburgh Steelers' offense struggling immensely. I mean, Kenny Pickett looks serviceable, mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, the turnovers, but luckily unfortunately enough for the Steelers, they were going against a rookie quarterback in Will Levis that made some
0: rookie decisions last night. In the last drive, all I watched of the game was the last drive by the Titans. Yeah. That's the only thing I watched because I was into Texas Tech uh, uh, versus TCU. That was a game that I was watching. Nice. But he first play should have been an interception about the seventh play. Mm-hmm. I'm talking right in their hands. Should be interception. They finally on the third time he finally threw the interception that, that ended the game. It was a there was some some bad balls in that last drive. Yeah, but it, again, rookie quarterback, he had him alive. He made some throws in that last drive to be able to get that done. But what with, with what you see out of, of Pittsburgh with those offensive numbers is that's very shocking. Mm-hmm. If they are w- uh, where they're at, also gives uh, great tribute to the culture from Mike Tomlin and that team yeah. uh, to 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 be where they're at. That's hard to do. So it's a great job coaching by uh by him.
1: Okay, so you were watching college football. TCU, uh, they improved to four and five after last night, right? They have the to either did not improve. Or, they they lost. They, they lost. Thank you. Yeah, so they would. So they fell to fell. four and five. There's a difference. there. there is yes. a improved. difference. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Now here's the deal, though. TCU, a year removed after making the national title game. They have to either win two – they have to win two of their next three to become bowl eligible. Which They're, is Texas, Oklahoma, Baylor. Exactly. Two yeah. of those top ten teams. Is it, is it because of not having a quarterback? As You watched the game last night. What's TC's issue? And the quarterback issues? made
0: a, a, a few errors. The last interception he threw on the last drive was not his error. Completely shut off the route by the wide receiver. But when you watch the two defenses, in number-wise, very similar – but Texas Tech was just knocking the crap out of TCU. Physical. They had so many big tackles and physical. Even the numbers weren't great, but they yeah. were. TCU looked completely uninterested on defense. It, it, yeah. it looked as if I hope we make a magic call and this works. But there was there wasn't near the grit on the side of TCU that what Texas Tech had last night. So they're they're going to go from being in the national championship game, not just the playoffs. Yeah to not be in a bull game. I, I cannot see any way that that team can beat A Texas or Oklahoma and yeah. Baylor will be a pick'em.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So uh once again, let's do a roll call 402, 402 464 5685 uh Bill, we got we got over 100 texts here that we got
0: to sift through. read right. through. Let's, let's hear from let's, the breakers. This is amazing that, they're, that they're supporting uh right now. This is kind of like this is this is the JV team. I, I,
1: that, that that seems disrespectful.
0: Well, a little, a little bit. of dis- I'm talking about myself. I, well, I, yeah, I understand, I'm but I'm included. Team. I'm included in you know, that. You're included in that force right there. But I don't. I don't know. Bella what, would definitely not be JV. That's for sure. She's yeah, national champion. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And came on air last night. I
1: feel a little. I feel a little
0: under let's say understaffed.
1: Yeah, understudies under for under, under
0: the yeah, understudies. They're, they're good enough to. We're, we're, good all, enough we're to play. all the understudies. That's yeah. what we are. We, we come. We fill in. Wow. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're not. We're the understudies. All yes. right. So I let's, was talking about myself.
1: I understand yes. that. But I didn't that, throw that, you that,
0: guys. It wasn't like, well, we got the. We're, we're involved yeah. in that <laughs> yes. conversation.
1: Yes, we're part of this team this morning. <laughs> okay, let's get through some of these. We have Andrew in Golden, Colorado. Uh, checking in Saint Potato, listening from one of my favorites from uh near South he says yeah. we have let's see Bill and Bennett age 58 nice Brody in Kansas age Brody 26. sounds new uh Brody in Kansas age 26 Ryan in Delaware age 38 uh Scott and court Scott from Cortland in Lincoln nice. age 59. Yeah. Uh, Scott looks 58. I've met him before. Yep. There you go. Uh, Stu Padazzo, age 57, from Waverly, Minnesota.
0: Minnesota. How about that?
1: Minnesota, eh? Exactly. Yeah. You uh, hosers? We got Mike yeah. Mike in Lindsburg, Kansas. We have, uh, let's see, Fufu Jill in Papillion, age hmm. 61, listening. Noah, uh, age Fufu. 35, in Hamilton, Ohio, Nyla's listening on the way to work. He says, or she says, can't believe they ditched you, Bill. Yeah, they left me out, Nyla. Yep.
0: Nyla brings us candy. She's amazing. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Craig is listening from his bed. Nice. How about Good. that? A little um, awkward. Uh, yeah, a little awkward. All right, a little weird. A little weird. We're a little freaked out on that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Milt in Arkansas, age 59. Harley Arkansas. Pete. Harley Pete and Lincoln, age 63. Uh, man, we, they just keep rolling in. Let's just skip a couple here. Uh, how about this one? Pete and Bennett. I work with Nick's dad. Nice. Hell of a crane operator. That's my father. He runs he ran the crane that was out here uh, the, he, the other he, day. Like so do you know Dodge Road in Omaha? Yes. He built that. He ran the crane for that. The whole road, the whole road. He put it in Dodge Street. There you go. In Omaha. There you go. That's pretty incredible. Shout out, shout out to my father, Craig. Um anyway, uh, yeah, so thanks. Shout out to PG. Just so and you know, like the listening. crane
0: operators, they're not making like 12 50 an hour. They're doing a lot better than that. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm not going to get it, but your family has expendable I, cash. <laughs> I have not asked Expendable those money, yes. How
1: about this? gym in Lebanon, Indiana, uh, 62 uh, David Fullerton, age fifty nine. We have Adam listening. Dave, Dave love the hat. Yep, David Fullerton, age fifty nine. Adam from Cleveland, Ohio, mm. age thirty one. Ohio uh, says, stopped by the show last Friday and marking myself safe for Bill. Headed nice. to East Lansing tonight. Go big red. Nice. Um. All right. Who Who else we got here? Um. We have Dale from Crete, age sixty three, listening in West Point.
0: West Point. That is just that is just south of my home stomping grounds of Pender. There you go. He, yes. s- he
1: said it was for Bill. I was yes, born in that, West Point. Yeah,
0: you I know, think the West Point I wonder if he was ca- a cadet mm. or was he uh, Catholic. West Point Catholic.
1: Uh how about this? Jeremy the Grill Master says, I'm Jeremy here at work in Lincoln. Thanks
0: for reading my text, Nick. Does Jake not read texts? <laughs> What's a well sometimes when I, I will say this, sometimes like on the roll call, we might get five hundred. That's wow. a while. We 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 might go through the whole the whole day. And not talk about any sports whatsoever and just read text. So That's we, incredible. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to defend Jake on this. Okay. And generally I like to make fun of people that aren't here, but <laughs> this one I have to defend him on.
1: Um, how about this? Oh, how this is this is kind of aggressive. Ron and Lincoln says it's better when Jake does a show all by himself. Uh, Look at that. Maybe, maybe Ron
0: views us as the JV team, Bill. Well, Ron could be right. <laughs> Ron very Ron well be, might be right. Jake's the only one that real. Jake and, and, and Nick, you could do the show by yourself. There's at no times. chance I could, because I couldn't imagine you trying to run the board. That alone well, right there. It, it, Just it, having it, live airwaves would be next to impossible.
1: It makes it easier to do the, the show by yourself in the fall rather than in the middle of June. Yes, so that would be a hard that, one. That yes. Okay, a couple more before we keep it rolling here. Uh, Wyatt from Wilbur, 21 years old. How about that? A year younger than I am. Wilbur. that's Wyatt and Wilbur. Uh, Kobe's listening in Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, Jake hates me, says Jake has very clear favorites on the text line. We'll have to
0: address this with. But him. hello,
1: Jake hates me. Good yes. morning, uh, happy Friday. Um. Oh, oh, Ron, I threw Ron under the bus. Mm-hmm. I threw Ron under the bus. He says it's better than when Jake does the show. All <laughs> by himself. Ron, listen, we we take back everything we said about you. Sorry about that. <laughs> anyway, like
0: that. I have some idle chit chat. Yeah, go ahead. Let's hear it. Um, Parkview Animal Hospital. I had to take Sugar back in for a little checkup. Okay, and so I go in there. They're they're incredible they are just if you if you have an issue with your with your animal your pet mm-hmm. Parkview Animal Hospital. I walk in with Sugar. Seven people I counted. Everyone knew Sugar's name. Wow. They walk in out there like, "Hey, how's Sugar doing? How's she doing?" Third sir, no. And that this has happened before and this didn't just happen one time. They had a we had a couple of things we had to get checked and, and something to do with she has like a little onesie she has to wear. Yeah. She has a little little uh, uh, sleeve, or her a body sleeve she has to wear. Had to make some adjustments on that. They handle it incredibly. So Parkview Animal Hospital, if you have any issues with your pet, that's the place to go.
1: And they know they know Sugar's name.
0: They know. I, I, my point is, they would know your your pet's name. It's not just Sugar. That's just who they are. That is just who they are. So a very very incredible group. Uh, great working with them, and appreciate. Uh, uh, all the help
1: wow so all right parkview animal hospital
0: that'd yeah, be, be idle chit chat by yeah.
1: newton's lawn care give him a call today uh 402 uh 6297 that's newton's you, lawn care if
0: you call right now andrew won't answer probably he's probably out he's in my backyard right <laughs> oh, he's is doing that right, he, right <laughs> now he gets there yeah he, gets there, he always works from about from about 4 30 to 6 30 yeah yeah and yeah, most of it's just on you know, it's all it's just, just checking everything out. It's wow. all, it's unbelievable. That's what he does for the people. Shout out to Newton's long care. Yeah, Andrew Newton. There you go. Andrew Newton. All right, Bill, let's uh let's dive deep into
1: this here because yesterday, uh, around around three PM, the the Big Ten conference schedule for twenty twenty four was officially released. So now we know Nebraska's full slate uh going forward in twenty twenty four. Obviously the first year that the uh, conference expands to the 18 teams. We knew this, Nebraska's non-conference games, home games against UTEP, Colorado, and Northern Iowa. And then how about this, for the first time in what feels like a very long time, Nebraska's going to start at home to begin the conference slate against Illinois. It it appeared, do you have it with you right there? I do. Can you
0: read it off? Yeah, so it's the conference slate. Yep,
1: Illinois at Purdue, at home against Rutgers. Then two road games against Indiana and Ohio State. UCLA comes to Lincoln. Nebraska travels to USC. Wisconsin comes here, and then Nebraska wraps it up against Iowa in Iowa City.
0: It would appear if you just went by logos, it's mm-hmm. a great start for Nebraska. Yeah, you're not you're not jumping into a juggernaut where it's like, hey, we're at Penn State for the opener. We're at we're at uh, Ohio State for the opener. We're at Washington for the opener or Oregon. Mm-hmm. You look at it and say, okay, the chance of if you just went logo only, it's a very favorable, very favorable start. Yeah. But it's also a I, I always, you know, I'm a big fan of of discussing um, uh, schedules. And so this year the schedule has been a it's been a plus uh, for the matchup for Nebraska. The schedule next year is definitely harder yeah. when you take USC and UCLA in there, Ohio State in there. So there are some more difficult games, but they also, they're not called crossover games anymore, but the, mm-hmm. the two, you know, lower logos of Rutgers and Indiana are two teams that you picked up that, that doesn't crush you. If you if you had thrown a Penn state mm-hmm. in there for one of those that had been, been a rough deal. Well, and you look
1: at some of the other other, I mean,
0: obviously some, some programs got
1: hit harder with a, with a schedule than. Than maybe Nebraska did. Michigan did for sure. I, I was just going to bring up Michigan. So how about this? I mean, you just look at some of the logos. Like you said, they'll start their conference season against USC at home. Michigan, the, the Wolverines will. Two weeks later, they have to go on the road to Washington. Obviously have the a game against Minnesota mixed in there. You have the the rivalry game against Michigan State thrown in there as well. But then it's a it's a home game against Oregon, all leading up to the game against Ohio State. That, that's a gauntlet.
0: Yeah, that's a rough schedule. It's a rough schedule, and and Nebraska, I think for two years avoids. Is that not correct? They, they avoid the yeah. Washington Oregon for two years. Yes. And so, but when you went through it, I went through each school. Mm-hmm. And it seemed pretty balanced. It really did. I thought Michigan had yep. probably the hardest one. Um, any any time that you have your crossover game, your protected game, is a Michigan or Ohio State playing each other. That's real. Mm-hmm. Because they're probably going to be a top five team. When you have a, you know, the protected games. There's some that, that 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 really don't have anything. I don't think Penn State even has a protected game. No. That's crazy. They've been in the Big Ten for what thirty years. Don't yeah. have a rival. Don't have a rivalry. Yeah, and, and Nebraska's lone.
1: Protected well, rival is Iowa. Iowa. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, they
0: don't consider it a rivalry. No, They'll never consider no. it like, no, our rivalry is Iowa-Wisconsin.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, so it's, it's fascinating because you look at a couple of those new uh, programs that are joining the Big Ten, the UCLA's, the USC's, the Washington's, and the Oregon's. Um, just going down, like, UCLA's schedule, you have to travel to Happy Valley one week. Mm-hmm. Then you come back home for a game against Minnesota- but then the very next week, another cross-country trip to Rutgers. I mean, that, that's going to be the new norm for a couple of those those. That's programs. crazy because
0: I felt they would do everything they could to avoid that. Or if you had yeah. two cross-country, it would be at the very beginning and the, the very end. end or someplace Spread them in out. There.
1: Spread them out. But that, that was the first thing yeah. I noticed was that UCLA, they'll have, I mean, look at this, this little four-game slate. I mean, five-game slate, honestly, if you want to talk about that. Home against Oregon, on the road at Penn State home against Minnesota on the road at Rutgers on the road at Nebraska. That, that's a that's a tough five game slate because yeah. those weeks will feel real short with that long travel. And so you, you just look at obviously Nebraska like we said um, if you're just now joining us let, it's it's lined up like this home Illinois Road Purdue versus Rutgers at Indiana at Ohio State versus UCLA at USC. Uh, home against Wisconsin, and then finishing up with a Friday game against the Iowa Hawkeyes. So, Very good. Uh, yeah, yeah. so, I mean, just interesting schedule. Once again, uh, it was released yesterday, and you feel, I mean, Bill and I both talked yesterday a little bit about it. We'll talk a little bit more as we continue. I uh, feel pretty good uh, about Nebraska's opportunity ahead in 2024, especially in the first seven games or so uh, prior to that, that Ohio State game on the road. It feels like Nebraska could – have an opportunity to really be competitive in the Big Ten landscape which once again you pointed out no divisions. No, no divisions no divisions no crossover it's the two best teams go to Lucas Oil at the end of the year
0: it'll look much different when you look at the standings I mean, when you pull the standings up it'll be way, way different look yeah when there's no east and west and right now there's only a couple couple uh, that have still have a, a, a sides thinking right now the Pac-12 doesn't the ACC does yeah Big 12 doesn't and the SEC does. So I guess there's a couple that, that still have it. And, but it goes away in every league next mm-hmm. year. Every league is just the top two.
1: Yeah, uh, we got asked on the text line, who are the non-con opponents? It's, it's three home games. Nebraska doesn't have to go on the road for for non-conference next year. It's UTEP on August 31st. Colorado the following week. Northern Iowa comes mm-hmm. to town. UNI uh, and potential former Husker quarterback Joe Gantz, who's on that uh, Northern Iowa staff. Joey's doing a great Would, job uh, with them. He, he is, and so he could potentially be uh, making his way back to Lincoln next fall. all right let's uh, let's talk a little bit about this before we gotta before we gotta take our first break Michigan we, we've heard throughout the course of the week here where Big Ten athletic directors sometimes the little coaches are involved to a certain extent have met now with Tony Petiti not once but twice they met earlier this week and then they also met I believe last night I read over social media. And Tony Petiti is going to be in Ann Arbor today for Michigan's field hockey match. So how about that? I want to ask you this, Bill, through everything, as now another low-level staffer was announced that he got fired because of uh, some other off-the-field stuff going on. That's now, I mean, once again, just another thing that Michigan has had to endure whether it's an investigation, whether it's a low-level staffer being fired. Shemmy Beckler. Yep, or whether it's whether it's Connor Stallion and the sign-stealing allegations, right? When Tony Petiti eventually makes a decision on this, this is a very big deal towards his reputation as as commissioner of the Big Ten Conference. And he's still relatively early in his tenure. He's got to figure out a way to get this right because the Big Ten, to this point, in my opinion, has not acted swiftly.
0: No, it, it feels as if there is a stare down right now between the Big Ten uh, c- uh, commissioner or office mm-hmm. and Michigan, where it's kind of like, Michigan, what are you going to do? And if Michigan's like, we're waiting for what you're going to, or I'm sure Michigan's like, we're just going to wait for everything to unfold. Yeah. We're going to wait for the NCAA investigation. Or they say they're fully co- cooperative, which I'm I'm sure they are. I'm not saying that they're not, mm-hmm. but, but they, everybody else wants answers right now if there was ever a phone call you'd like to have sat in on just to listen yeah that would have been the last two that went on that would have been incredible to listen to the phone call between all the comp, between all the big 10 coaches excuse me uh, i got the hiccups and uh in tony Petiti. that would have been that would have been a remarkable phone call to listen into mm-hmm. cuz i would imagine all, all the all the the rumors you hear was it was very heated in the first one with with comments being made and, and what what they think should be done. I also thought it was interesting that uh, Jim McElwain came out and said that Connor Stallions was not on the pass list. did not say he was yeah. not on the field. that's there's a difference. yeah. I mean, there's a big difference. It's again, it's it's almost worse. he's not on the pass list. It's like, well who how do he get his gear? The thing that's mm-hmm. different is sometimes I understand that maybe someone could slip someone a, a, a pass or something could happen yeah. of that nature somebody has actually slipped him the exact coaching gear and also that also has come out. There's no one, uh, you know, I've talked to several people from college coaching where, you know, we get this general conversation I'll have during the day mm-hmm. and we're all just like, it would take no time whatsoever. Take about a four minute meeting to be how this happened. Who is this guy? Cause you yeah. don't hear one word out of Western Michigan like that. That was Rob Smith. He's an associate exactly. AD. That's so and so. That's all that it is. There is not one person said that is not Connor Stallions. They'd have found the guy if, if, if there was a guy on the sideline. He'd been like, "That, that was me. me, exactly." Somebody would jump up like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What's going on? This is me." He was there,
1: and there'd be no reason to su-
0: suppress that. Yes, there'd be no be reason to keep that. Be, to like, be like, "Hey, he, hey,
1: Mark, Mark Wright said that that was him. We're all good.
0: Yeah, like whatever he take did, a look at him. Here's me. I can show you that this. I, I still have the pass." It's hanging on my locker, yeah. or whatever it is. You have all kinds of ways that didn't happen. And frankly, from a Central Michigan standpoint, they would want that
1: to happen. Mm-hmm. They would want to come out and say, hey, it was not him. We can prove it because here's the guy.
0: I always put it down as like, what would what would go through your mind if all of a sudden you're accused of murder and yeah. you have no chance it was you? What, what would your first comment be when you, got, when you had a live interview? You'd, you'd go nuts. Yeah. This is not right. This is not me. I did not mm-hmm. do this. You didn't hear any of those things. Like, well, we're gonna run it up the chain and see what happens. Take a look yeah. at it. Uh, we 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 cleared the pass list, and so in, in a way, the head coach McElwain's kind of like, hey, it's not on, on any of us. You know, it was on the pass list. Well, someone gave him the pass, someone approved it, but this thing that now it's crossed over to other schools. Now, it, now it's involved because the 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 accusations are two things with 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 uh, uh, with um, sorry with, with uh, Central Michigan is that there's two things. One, he was helping them against Michigan State. Yeah. B, he had access to better viewing of Michigan State. Yeah. And so there was two things that go with it. Just happens to be in sunglasses uh, we on got the sideline.
1: A question on the text line. At, at night.
0: At night. It was yes. a night game. You, that's the whole thing. Yes. No one else. No, yeah, no one no, else.
1: No one else that even had sunglasses on their hat. No. No, nope, not even covered. Um, what are the odds anything happens to Michigan before the end of the year? Uh,
0: NCAA, I think it's almost none. Yeah, that that it, it won't play out fast enough to ha- to have that. And then the uh, um, football playoff committee made it very clear that they're they're on a wait and see. Mm-hmm. You now, if if the football playoff committee would have came out and had them eighth because of 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 of, of allegations, yeah, because they can do that, they could just say, you know, we just see this thing as a as as an unfair advantage for a team that could happen to them. But if right now, if there is if there's no way they're going to get held out of it, there there's nothing they're going to do, and so it's going to be, it, it, it could just be where the the bottom line for this thing, who's it bad for, the players, yeah, the players didn't sign up for for any of this, mm-hmm. did not sign up for any of these things, and so that's where it gets that's where it gets all all sideways.
1: I was thinking about that yesterday actually, the the potential exodus from Michigan after this happens because. Number one, you don't know who's going to be on staff. You don't know who's going to be retained and who's who they're going to move on from. You also don't know what the effects of it are. Is there a postseason ban? Is there a bowl game ban? Is is there? I don't want to say is there is, is there anything meaningful to play for because that's not that's not where I'm trying to go with it. But frankly, I mean, you're at a top five institution in terms of college football, and you can't make the postseason.
0: Just remember, Michigan's the winningest football team in the history of college football. That's right, and and obviously, a with their academic prowess is very good. Mm-hmm. It's it's the University of Michigan. Yeah, they have the best fight song. Don't get, don't oh, okay don't, yeah they they have the best fight song. They do. Don't get mad at me, Nebraska. I like Nebraska's fight song, but if yeah. if Nebraska's fight song was playing uh in in Alabama, they would know would know what it was. Everybody knows, Michigan's. everybody knows Michigan. Everybody knows Michigan. Everybody knows
1: Michigan. Uh, in that call with Tony Petiti, um, a Big Ten coach told The Athletic that, quote, there is a ton of frustration. Look at Jim Harbaugh's record before this started. The guy was on the hot seat prior to 2021, and now he's the king of college football. No doubt in our minds across the entire league that this has had a profound effect. It feels like everybody's on the same page. When, when it comes down the to the...
0: If I'm calling the game, which I've done numerous times on defense, and I know what play they're running, I mean, if all of a sudden it's like, coach, it's speed option. Oh, I'm not calling this. Hey, they're running Mm -hmm. counter. I'm not calling this. So I can call some. Hey, they're they're going double move on the outside. Play action, double move. I mean, all the things that you can change up in your calls to give you advantage. Mm -hmm. That You don't have to say a word to the players. You're just going to put them in a better spot. If I'm on... Offense, and they're telling me. I, I remember a play that happened last year that would be very interesting was they had a big screen pass versus a full out blitz by Ohio State, where Michigan scored from about 60 yards. And I'm like, that is a call that is yeah. meant to go against pressure. And they got him in one on a third and eight or something. And they came after him and they got him for a touchdown. Yeah. And I'm sitting I'm there thinking, like, if they knew that, if Michigan knew that that was the call coming. Yeah. Then that that would be a major a major deal.
1: Yeah, it's incredible. It was. I, I mean, there was that there was a video that was released about Ohio State during the Ohio State game where Connor Stallions and because now videos are coming out out the wazoo yeah. of of Connor Stallions signaling things on the sideline and then syncing them up to what play it was. And there was a situation where he like does the signal for run right, and Ohio or excuse me, Michigan's defense. Brings their safeties to the front in the box, and they Ohio State runs right, and that was against the last year in the game between Michigan and Ohio State where they had all those those weapons on the perimeter, and if there's a chance of passing on third and five when you're 15 yards away from the goal line, Michigan's not doing that. They're not. They're not. They're not expecting to run right, or, or being able to sell out on the run, and they ended up getting the running back for a loss of one yard. Ohio State had to kick a field goal. And so it's, it's, you just have more and more video and content coming to the surface that makes this look worse and worse. There's
0: one that, like I said, this thing is not going away. There's been a lot of, of comments made, you know, by, I think it was, I don't want to misquote, but I, I believe it was from Walters at Purdue where it's like, it's not allegations.
1: Yeah, so I have it pulled up. Ryan Walters, who does not hold back. Ryan Walters does not hold back. Um, he's not shy. He says, quote, they aren't allegations. It happened. There's video evidence. There's ticket purchase purchases that you can track back. We know for a fact that they were at a number of our games. And so there you go. And he said it, that he, we're going to have to work on new verbiage this week because Purdue plays Michigan. He goes, we're going to have to work on new verbiage. We're going to have to maybe huddle up, which we've never done all season long. He goes, we have to make adjustments to plan for what could possibly be known by the other team. So it's just a, it's a weird world that we're living on and it feels it's like. It's going to
0: keep coming and keep coming. Yeah. And everything I hear from people that are in the business, they're just like, they're like, Bill, there's way more stuff coming. I would ask there's you- way. It's all you hear is there's way more stuff coming. And I think right now, before I have to, you have to give the the big 10 and and Tony Petiti a little bit of slack with. Mm-hmm. With their like one like, well, there's more information that you guys don't even know that we know yeah. we need everything before all of a sudden, if you make an error and you pull the plug or you do something very aggressive against one of your members, mm-hmm. if you do that and for some reason it comes back that it's not hundred percent factual or it's something so minute that this should have never happened. Yeah. That's a big deal. It's almost like they'd rather be like, let it play out. And if we have to, if we have to do make an adjustment later, but the, the, in the end, the, uh, the penalties are going to be huge. They're going to be huge because they're already, they're already, they already have, you know, a, a coach that was suspended, self-imposed yeah. And the NC didn't agree to it. They're like, you can suppose that, but that's not, we don't agree to three games. They wanted, they wanted more. And now they have this on top of the work. Yeah. There's definitely problems. So this is going to go to a. In, in, this has to go into a major infraction ruling as it goes down the down the pipe. How much of this
1: d- does this does How much does this affect the value of that TV deal? Also, it, whatever the repercussions are at Michigan, because right now it feels like that Spider Man meme where they're all pointing at each other, like, "Are you going to make the move? Or am I going to make the move? Who's going to make the move?" I, I, I'm curious to see if this affects the TV deal
0: at all because I think you're signed you're signed as far as this, I, I, I
1: think so too but in terms I mean let's say go to the the drastic extreme Jim Harbaugh's not the coach anymore whoever's at Michigan might not have the the type of uh notoriety and and the the I guess just popularity
0: that now Jim Harbaugh maybe for the wrong reasons has kind of gotten over the last couple of years what well will come down if they if, if for some reason he's not the coach there what will come down is what are the other stipulations Mm -hmm. with the penalties because once they start taking scholarships away from you and you have to all of a sudden have to try to make this all up and nil to get enough people on on good players but you just look on how the fall happens tcu was in the national championship game they won't make a bowl game this year Mm -hmm. you can take a look at clemson you know they're four and four probably going to four and five playing notre dame yeah be shocking if they could beat notre dame they have a chance to not go to a bowl game after after their long run and so things happen very quickly. The number of times you just look at teams and go, how in the world did this happen? Yeah. This could be one of those stories where two years from now you're like, how did this happen?
1: It's, uh, it's a Friday. Uh, no Jake Sorensen. He's out in Fresno. Uh, SIP is up in East Lansing or en route to East Lansing. Josh is also in East Lansing this uh, morning or the afternoon. And so, uh, as... as It's the understudies. It's, it's the understudies. The understudies Nick Sainter, Bill Bush, Bella, the graduate assistants Bella, are here. Bella's here as well. Um, it's a Friday. You know what that means. Field storming possibilities. coming yes. up. Coming up next. It's a really good slate of college football this week, and we'll tell you all about it coming up
0: next. Early break on The Ticket.